and you're about to see some things today. Thanks for joining us, but hang on to your seats because we have a guest. All of you know, but you don't know him as well as you think you do. And you don't know him the way we do. So hang on. We're going to take you for a ride. This is the Swarm Unplugged podcast, where we get to know the bee social community and encourage others to join us. With hundreds in the community, we want to get to know all of you better. From the newbie to the expert to the project partners, we will be learning who they are and how they can best benefit from bee social. I'm Christopher Knight, so let's get started. And a great big welcome, and hey, 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 it is uh, the Swarm Zone. You have just entered right now, and it's uh, going to be a fun one today. A little uh, little guest that uh, is a well-known but little-known as far as his, as his background, his experience, and uh, what he's been through in life, which is, uh, I mean, he's been a scrapper all the way through, and I know that you're going to enjoy hearing about it what he's done before he became rich and famous. And that is what we're going to accomplish. But I got a problem uh, right now. Uh, my wizard uh, technical director, Rick Shear, uh, uh, has been looking for my co-host, Tony K. And I swear to goodness, you know, Tony is always reliable, as you all know. But right now, I cannot find him. I don't know if he's going to be on the program. Uh, Rick, have you found out anything about uh, Tony? You know, Christopher, I think I found him, but I don't think he's ready for today's meeting. He's looks like he's playing a, a, a game of uh, uh, snookers, or I don't know whether he's eating a snooker bar or, or something like that. But let me, let me plug him into the uh, podcast now. Oh. <laughs> Look at this. What? Tony, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're playing on a pool table? What is that, a pool table? Chris, hey, buddy, how are you? Are you seriously going uh, to insult the British snooker table by calling it a pool table for real? Really? Does this look snook, like a pool snook, table to you? Is that called a snooker, snooker or snooker? What's you it can't called? even say it right. You, you have no, no. right to... You have no right to talk about something you can't even pronounce. Snooker. Uh -huh. It's a snooker table, 12 feet I by see. 6 feet. Uh -huh. Seriously. And why, why are you on, playing on it now? What do you mean, why am I playing on it now? <laughs> this is what I do. Right. So how are you doing, buddy? What's new? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You just, just had your coffee, and now you're playing on the pool table. Uh, just, did, it, did it occur to you that we have a live broadcast today? And Rick's been looking all over for you, and he finally found you. So no, what's going no, on? That, that that would be tomorrow, Tuesday, not today. Uh -huh. <laughs> you're you're yeah. a day you're a day off, my friend. <laughs> what are you on British time? What? Tuesday. We just had the weekend, and that's tomorrow. Today's Monday. I see. Okay. Well, now you tell that to everybody's on live right now, and see what they think. Okay. Yeah. They, we're that's on a, live right good, now. That's, that's a that's a good joke. That's a good joke. I like it. Okay. All right. And and you've I, even got the background too. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I, I use a background and you're, you're playing around on your snooker table, whatever you call it over there across on the other side of the pond. And what are we doing here? You know, it's, it's really crazy. Now, wow. and, and I noticed too, you got a, you got a British snooker table and some sort of nonsense on your arm with a British flag on it. What's that all about? Chris, I can't believe you didn't give me a heads up. I cannot believe we're live right now. I'm not prepared for this in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, you I never, really talked today. Was that's Monday. an understatement. That's an understatement. <laughs> been being prepared? Are you kidding? <laughs> wow, we, I'm embarrassed. We talked about we talked about this yesterday. That you that we were going to be on, and we're going to have a special in, guest today. In my mind, what that is? was Sunday. I'm, I yeah, apologize. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't even yeah. know what to say now. I'm embarrassed. What is so, it? Age. It is, I hope Ray doesn't see any of this because, you know, this doesn't look good on any of us. I'm so yeah. sorry that I'm... Ray, yeah. Ray, will have a chance, Ray will have a chance to say something about this, believe oh, me. God, I still, I still want to know... Tell I me still he's not about, seeing this. 
Uh, well, I would uh, I would be lying if I said that. But uh, get a, let's, I want a close up of the British flag. Does it came off of cotton picking British snooker table? What so is there this? You go. There it is. There's the British flag. The British flag, right there. Yeah. Huh. So being yeah, British, yeah. having a British flag. I mean, you know, gosh, you I know, guess it makes I, sense. It must make sense to somebody. I don't know who it's going to make sense to, but wow! You know, be we, careful now. You, be careful. You, that's, that's 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 going down the road. You shouldn't go down. You know, anytime you insult the British, you know, we we are strong and and we're very dedicated. We're all British subjects. You know, we're you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Subjects. You know, you know, we already discussed this, but you guys lost the war. Don't you remember? Huh? Oh. that's and what happened. Just make, wait, wait, time out here. Wait a second. <laughs> the British was fighting the British. Okay, so this war that you keep talking about, we were just fighting ourselves. So it was the British fighting the British. Yes, they called themselves Americans, but we really fought ourselves. So really, the British won the war against the British. So let's just get that clean yeah. right now. Okay. And and what I always wanted, you said that to me a week or so ago, and I, it never sank in until I realized that the the people fighting the British didn't have red coats. They didn't have ammunition. They didn't have weapons. So how can the British be fighting the British when they're not armed or outfitted the same? I don't get it. What's going on well, with that? We called ourselves red coats because there wasn't enough black coats around for the <laughs> Americans, the British Americans. So, you know, that was the reason and we had to identify between the two you know i mean that was yeah, pretty yeah. obvious so the it's bottom like, line is we fought like, each other and the british won the british yeah. american one i see that's like doing a pickup a basketball game and you know your skins are your or your are your whites okay i got you okay <laughs> as i always say to richie don't shoot the messenger i'm just telling you the way it is come on now. okay all right well, uh, you, know, you know, I'd like to hear what Ray has to say about this kind of stuff. Well, because... you know, we, Ray, uh, you know, we don't know. Uh, I hope Ray's here. I have no idea. But anyway, well, I think he showed up anyway. If he ever got his technical difficulties, you know, Ray is not really a technical wizard. You realize that, right? So, well, therefore, he has to struggle with things like seeds, getting seeds into his own program, which he admitted to, you know, that's very kind of him to admit to that, but. Uh, he still has is he's limited in some ways, but the one thing he's not limited in, I understand, is he's actually multilingual. Is that do you, is that what you understand? I heard, and this just might be a rumor, okay. But what I heard, he's not just a linguist. Not only can Ray speak other languages, but he can actually sing in different languages. That's what I heard. Have you? What did you hear? Uh, to contrary, to I'd like I'd like to say proof of that for sure. Me too. Me too. I really would. Well, I guess there's the proof right there. And the only one that can just yeah, the only person that disprove that would be our guest today, Ray Pepito. Ray. <laughs> Good to have you on board. And look at that. What did he do? He broke the cardinal rule of this show. Where is he sitting? Yeah. <laughs> you are you are a sorry son of a gun by breaking that rule on uh, this this program. Ray, what you guys gonna do with you? You guys had me outside, you had me all over the place. I can't I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. It's a tough crowd over here. You guys make oh, people jump geez. through all kinds of hoops. <laughs> oh, I was God. just trying to get you on the rooftop or in the trees on just the to roof. see if you'd do it. Let's see if I do it. Ray, we, we only, only thing we ask for, for you not to be in the same place you always are. That's the only thing we ask for. My wife will tell you. I, where are you right now? I, my wife will tell you I live here. This is my spot. This is, this is it. This is it. I okay. like Tony's revisionist history. That's pretty cool. I never heard of it. The British Civil War. That's a good. That's a good one. That's a good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you hey, got to give fact. Tony credit. The fact is a fact. I can't change the way. Now listen, yeah. I'm just telling you the way it truly was. Americans have a little bit of a different spin on it because <laughs> you know that's what you guys need to. But the Brit, 
the reality is I'm a Brit, you're an American Brit. Yeah, there that's you go. American Brit. <laughs> We're all related. Yes, it, it, we're related. Oh my God, that's a horrifying uh, feeling. If I'm related to Tony K, I would be. I am really. What? What? <laughs> um, believable. It can't happen. It can't happen. Oh, that's All right. Good. Now that even though you're in your same seat, folks that are watching, he is not the same person today. He is not the Ray Pepito that is sitting in front of all the people all the time. And there's something that uh, that is not known by a lot of people, but he was kind of a wild character in school. I heard <laughs> that too, Christopher. Did That's you hear exactly that? What, I didn't just hear about it, but somebody was telling me that he was actually a cool cat in school. So I don't know if you heard the same story I did. Well, I, I did. Was, I, I was told that he was just, he was he was really cool in school. He was the cool school guy. Cool. That's what I heard. Let's let's see let's see if he kicks kicks butt in school. I'd like yeah. to Hey, I like myself with hair. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that was a few years ago, back that when was. you were really in school. Mm -hmm. uh, so all that all that kicking around. Let's, let's, let's boil down. Let's dig down a little deeper here, my friend. Okay. Uh, and by digging down, I don't know who Ray is from Adam. All I see is his face on, on the screen every night at 830. And yeah. then the, the thing that really, really disturbs me is that he comes in at 830 and we're all having a great time. And he comes in and just busts the fun up and says, okay, let's, now let's get serious. And it's kind Debbie of a Debbie Downer. Downer. Debbie Downer. Yeah, Debbie he gets Downer. on and he gets real serious, and everybody else is having a great time. What does he do? He comes on and just lays it all out there like, okay, students, I mean, really, let's uh, get serious now. We're here to learn something, so let's get serious, right? You know, I, and, think that the, the, I think the reason why he was doing that, Chris, is because I think he was he was maybe heading for a different calling. What do you think? Yeah, probably a teacher, don't you think? Oh, no. No. Yeah, he is. He, he's he, like I think a teacher, probably, isn't he? He's a teacher. He, he looks like a teacher to me. Yeah, uh, did he so, become a teacher? Is there any proof of him being a teacher? I think so. Really? I'd love to. What about Sabbath? ACDC. Motorhead. Oh, what are they teaching this place? <laughs> That's the way he is on at, at the, on the nightly calls. What the? Heck, are they teaching in this place? I mean, seriously, it's it's. And did a, it's you see how long really hair rough. was? Yeah, oh yeah, that was, that was some long hair. Yeah, that was have, a wig. Uh, they but, didn't have yeah, they they didn't have bobs apparently when he was uh, teaching school. Yeah, apparently, I that's don't true. Know. That's true. But but he yeah. sure takes care of yeah. it now. Yeah. See, I, I got it. Oh, he does. Yeah, he, he shaves it for you guys. I did razors it. Did you do? Did you get a haircut for us? That's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I did it myself. That's right. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna leave you alone just for a moment. But you know how I am. I like to dig down and dig down and dig down. How low can I go? We're gonna find out right now. Uh, Ray, you have, you have done a lot of things before you got to this place in your life. That's for darn sure. Uh, so tell me a little bit about who Ray is in his background. Uh, Something about military, something about uh, this, and something about sales, and something about maybe he knows something about marketing, which I still haven't uh, perceived that. But go ahead. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about how you developed in life. Tell us uh, what you did before you grew up. Before, like in high school, you're saying? So um, <laughs> I did have a lot of fun in high school. <laughs> I can tell you that. And uh, uh, probably teachers were really, uh, you know, uh, annoyed with me a lot, but, uh, I always, I always enjoyed them too. But, um, you know, I did play sports. I mean, not at the level, you know, like division one, but I did go to college a little bit. Uh, I was a quarterback for, you know, all, I guess like eight, eight, nine years, you know, from, you know, little league to high school and then a little bit of college. And then, and college just kind of figured out that, uh, <laughs> and this is real. It's just school's not for everybody. Right. <laughs> And, um, you know, I just kind of 
uh, join the military. Uh, <laughs> just made a decision, snap decision one day that I needed to join um, the army. And was um, that uh, voluntarily? Was that forced by the no. sheriff's department? It was. It was. It was voluntary. I, I actually thought of you know thought of it myself. I said, you know what. And, and I joined the uh, infantry. I wanted to do what the army, uh, I thought the army was all about. So you know, let, 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 let me clarify this. You're saying allegedly it was voluntary. I just want to clear that up. <laughs> okay, just let me just let me just ask the question again, because our audience wants to know for sure. You volunteered to go in. You weren't forced. It wasn't court ordered. It wasn't your parents like, you know, shuffling okay i just wanted to clarify that no my parents were actually surprised they didn't know i i i just i just signed up didn't tell anybody so what did you do tell us about that i want to hear more about it what to go in the army no what you did there what you had what, what was that oh experience oh yeah no it was What'd it was it? oh great i mean I, that's why i joined because i needed i needed to straighten myself out i was just lacking discipline i mean i just did what ray wanted to do i was actually pretty selfish dude and uh you know um it, it really fixed everything and and you know i had some in you know inter just things that that happened right that that, that pulled that stuff out of you because i was stationed in uh, fort riley kansas at first you know i spent a lot of time actually at home before i went in the army because they used me as a hometown recruiter so i would go back to high school and, and tell everybody you know join the army so they were using me for a recruiting tool for a bit because like i said i played sports people knew me and things like that so um, they used me for a little bit that way. Then I went to my first duty station in Fort Riley, Kansas. I was in first infantry and then, uh, only there for, you know, probably about 10 months. And then I went out to, uh, be stationed overseas in Germany. And then, um, I really didn't even get there. Um, uh, as soon as I got there, we got deployed to, the, to Bosnia and we were I four impl implementation force. So when Bill Clinton and then, you know, did all that to intervene, and that uh, that 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 real civil war that that one Tony uh, uh, for for the Croatians the the, the you know uh, Muslims and and Serbians all that we broke that up and uh, like I said that's that was the point right there that that kind of removed selfishness from me right there um, like I said I probably I, maybe you know maybe some people that know me I'm a strong believer uh, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior it's a big deal to me and that was a, a time where I, I got I got some real fixing up right there because uh what you uh, know what what caused that exactly was it the uh the people around you that you'd never really associated with uh and my uh of course uh, i have to say I, I did my stint in vietnam so i know what you're sort of sort of what you're headed toward here but yeah. what was it that changed your life really yeah, well, at least the selfishness. There was always, you know, there was a lot of work in progress. You know what I mean? But at that that selfishness, because the first two months I was in Bosnia, I was just miserable and mad, and you know, saying, "What the heck am I doing here?" You know, it's it's snowing, it's horrible. I'm sleeping in the mud and the snow. I was like, I don't know these people. What the heck am I doing here? So two and a half months of complaining and and just all that stuff. And uh, you know, we you know we got to kind of one of our first bases that we started building up. Um, I think it was called L.A. Demi, yeah, L.A. Demi, and we built it up and, you know, had connexes and did all that stuff. But the point was when when we finally got kind of uh, based there, we started going out into the to the towns. Right. And 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 you start getting to know the people and we call them uh, show of force where we would go out with all our tanks and all our weaponry. And I would carry a 60 when I wasn't on a, on a tank. I would carry a, a, an M60 machine gun and uh, they're pretty intimidating looking guns. But. The couple days going through and going through uh, these towns, there was a girl, a little girl, probably about 10. And I, I'm an emotional person, so don't get all freaked out if I, <laughs> I just am. I, 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 things touch me. But this little, uh, this little girl, you know, was never scared of anything. And she would always kind of come up and move my 60, just kind of push it out of the way and give me a hug and say, you know, Dobra Dan, uh, you know, freedom. And that's, she just didn't obviously know my name, but that's what they were saying. And that means go, good morning in their language and stuff like that. But it was only like three days after is uh, one time she bought me this, you know, not bought it. She actually made it. And I, I mean, this girl had holes in her dress. She didn't have anything. And um, the, she bought me this thing uh, like a pita. It's like a pita. They called it a shavapi and it had sausage in it and gravy. But um, that little girl, you know, bringing me lunch who had nothing. And, you know, you'd see their houses that are mortared and bombed out. You know, it just spoke to me right there, you know, saying that's the reason this is why you're here. Stupid. You know, so it's just uh, those things. And like you're saying in Vietnam, 
that's you know all that stuff like that and then after that it it was all selfishness uh lifted from from me (laughs) you know i I understand that entirely in fact uh yesterday memorial day i was uh pretty much just all day in self-thought to be honest with you because it uh Uh, When you're there and it's happening all around you and you lose friends and so forth, somehow Memorial Day means a lot more to people. Yep. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it is people, you know, you think about it. So it's people do things like that. Then uh, that's not normal. (laughs) A lot of times when you're in the mix, it's it's just to protect your buddies. Right. But, you know, it's it's, you're over there. So, So, yeah. How how did you how did you when you came back you, you you know you you were a different person and you uh i'm assuming you you got to to find somebody that you wanted to share your life with and then uh your life moved in a different direction and i'm assuming your faith went with you obviously so can you tell a little bit about that uh, yeah well it, it was a long it was a long process with all the with faith especially uh because i mean i wasn't probably it's only been about seven years since i've really been saved like and being real and where the rubber meets the road, right? All the other times is, is, been, is it's been a work, but yeah, after I got out of the military, um, I did, I did a lot of things. There's a lot of, you know, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to stick with stuff, you know, but when I got out of the army, uh, I, you know, you can't, it's hard to find a job being a tank, a gunner in a tank. So I actually started working on uh private jets. I was, I became an aviation mechanic and uh, you know, there's, uh, worked on John Travolta's private jet and Tom Cruise, you know, kind of oh, that they were, you know, until he got his his stuff set up over in Ocala, he was always in our hangar and, you know, we'd show him around. We had a cool hangar uh, filled with like, it was like a museum. We had F-104s and DC-3s and then you had Gulfstream. So we had a nice mix of all kinds of cool um, planes and, and nostalgic planes. You know? So I only did that for maybe five, five, six years. And then um, I became an, an insurance agent. <laughs> and it was a crazy thing. One little thing happened to me, and I said, this is it. Because, uh, you know, you work on planes, you're responsible. Uh, you know, you sign off on them. You know, something happens, you are responsible. Nothing wrong with be, being re- uh, responsible, but uh, payment, you know, get me, get me get paid for that. <laughs> so we had, a, we had a guy come in our office uh, fixing a Xerox machine. And and just I got to talking to him. I was playing on microfish, looking at stuff uh, on a plane, and and I asked. I just started talking to him. I was like, "Hey, man, you know what's up? How how much do you you know what do you make you know for fixing Xerox machines?" And the guy was like, seventy two bucks an hour." I was like, "Holy, you know, I'm making you know not and it's not bad. You know, you're making fifty, sixty bucks an hour. It's good money." But uh, I was like, "Whoa, yeah." So I looked into other things, and a friend got me into Humana. I worked for Humana Healthcare. And, um, you know, did that for a, a, a good while. And that, Tony, is where I, I met my wife. Uh, we went out uh, partying, some of the guys in the, in the, the sales force. <laughs> we, what? What? <laughs> but, yeah, we, we went out and uh, do a little kind of celebrating. And we went to a place called the Blue Martini in Tampa. And, uh, yeah, that's where I, 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 I found my wife. She was uh she was dancing and I I I came up behind her and danced for uh with her for like two hours. I didn't. Stop. I, I, I I've heard about your dancing skills. I really have. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. You should say that. It is. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. How many how many, uh, how many blue martinis had you had? <laughs> quite quite a few. Quite a few, Chris. <laughs> I, you know it's funny. She didn't. She doesn't drink. So you know I asked her for a drink. But her friend said, oh, I drink. <laughs> so I bought her friend drinks. So, yeah. After that, that's uh, that's kind of how we met. And we just kept, uh, you know, going out. And uh, she's awesome. She is an amazing woman. How long did you date? Uh, about about a year and eight months. And, um, yeah, and I proposed to her on a cruise ship. You know how I told – I've been telling people I'm not a big fan of cruises. Yeah, that was – and that was a ridiculous story. Seriously. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. You can get, get engaged on a cruise ship and you're telling people I'm not really a big fan on cruise it ships. It is. That's the only time. That's the only time we ever went on one, Christopher. That was it. That was last and last and only one. But uh no, 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 no. Yeah, it's the sick but when I when I got down on one knee and and was gonna do the deal, it fell out, and if it weren't for little um little things on the side of the rails, it would have been in the ocean. 
because uh, yeah. I was a, I was a big dummy, but if, all good. If you got down on one knee, were you able to get back up again? I was, I was. <laughs> I, I found it, and we put it on our on our, on our finger, and we're good to go. Now we have wow. um, just one uh, a beautiful uh, daughter, Brenna. But, well, before you go there, why don't you? I mean, you've got a wife. I haven't heard her name once yet. So, what's her name? <laughs> Deborah. Deborah Pepito used to be Deborah, Deborah Garcia. <laughs> right. She's Italian. Then, she's, she's Italian and Spanish. Uh huh. So, yeah. so, so then obviously you were blessed in another way. So, why don't you tell us about that next blessing that, that you just mentioned? All right, Brenna. Yeah. I mean, there was an, that's another thing going going through and, and God intervening in my life is, is, and people don't know. I don't, I don't mind talking about it because it's, it, it changed, um, you know, another direction in my life. But we planned everything. You know, we, we weren't, you know, it wasn't, nothing wasn't ever an accident, but, um, we, we tried to have a, um, um, uh, a daughter and her, and her name was JC and, uh, it was, we had a stillborn, uh, it was, I think it was like, was it 2008? And, uh, you know, that was, that was rough, but, uh, it's, what's weird is my wife never wanted kids and she never wanted to be married. But, uh, when, when you know, we, we obviously got married, had a kid and we went through that, um, it was it was very difficult, but again, um, that's kind of why we're moved here now, because that was all a process of, you know, just saying, hey, do you ever want to see her again? And um, you know, that's real. I mean, those those things, and it's not, you know, like I said, it's not audible. Everybody, it's just things that you hear, you know, in your heart and stuff like that. I was all messed up for a while, so I needed something, and and that was, you know, just saying, get 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 straight, get get your act together, and get back on the road. Um, so yeah, that, after that happened, my wife was an awesome woman, strong woman, um, got right back in it. We had, a uh, you know, uh, got pregnant again and, uh, we had Brenna in, uh, November 2nd, 2009. So a year after that happened, my wife, again, just got right back in it. And, uh, I guess it, the problem was, like I said, it was real. I mean, it wasn't, uh, like, a like a, a miscarriage. We went to go deliver our, our child and, you know, just happened like that. And it's crazy. Those things, you know? It's uh, difficult, but uh, those all make you stronger. I know where she's at. I'm I'm good to go, and uh, you know it's just how it goes. But Brenna, she's awesome. That little girl's just like me. My wife, me, 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 and Brenna, uh, we tag team my wife and just kind of harass her as much as possible. <laughs> and we just have we have a lot of fun, you know. Uh, she looks like her mom, but she acts like me, so it's awesome. Well, we're really grateful that she looks like her mom. I let me tell you that. I'm just, just <laughs> right. we don't want to see. Don't do any of those, Tony. <laughs> don't, do, don't do any of those. I'm not playing that one, please. <laughs> Ray, let me ask you something. Did, you know, you've had you've had several different careers along the way here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you uh, ever received any awards during your career period, uh, like sales awards or anything like that? Yeah, I was sold, uh, not soldier, but uh, yeah, salesman for uh, a three quarter. I led the office with sales uh, in, in Humana, one, one, uh, like a quarter like that. Um, you know, other than that, um, aviation, not much with uh, awards, Didn't, never had a crash. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Big shout out to my brother, Dan. That's right. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, man. He's so awesome, Dan. He's all. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a man when you know you can take a, take a thing like that and just make it into something uh, positive. That's a, it's an awesome thing, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I, the, I I heard that um, that you spent some time in California. I think it was uh, where was it, Chris? Uh, I think no Hollywood, wasn't it? I think it was Hollywood. Yeah. So yeah. you have you, you ever been to Hollywood? Of, yeah, you got some. What went right. somewhere in Hollywood? It, Right. I, I live in San Diego, San Diego. Did, so did you ever make it up to Hollywood for any of the events or anything like that? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. No. Well, I, I think, I think so. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, um, it's a red carpet. said something about a carpet thing. Red, yeah. Yeah. red, red carpet. carpet awards. Oh, so I did get an award. I think maybe, yeah. maybe that was in those earlier days before I became, you yeah. know, <laughs> Well, what it, what is it, what it, what does it look like? Yeah. What kind of award show? I don't know. I think we have some proof. I think we have yeah. some proof of it. Actually. We do. What a man got to do. What a man got to do. To be totally locked up by you. I, I like the hair ones, though. 
<laughs> well, you just you you can't you know can't forget part of your history like yeah. that. That's very important stuff, isn't it? That right? is. Yep. Now, and you went on past the, those awards and that fame and so forth, but obviously settled down. But you settled down out in the country, for goodness sakes. Was yes, that sir. on purpose or are you hiding from somebody? No, no, it, <laughs> it was on purpose. It's just uh, much more peaceful. I took a I took a trip for like two weeks. I said, uh, we're going to be probably moving. <laughs> I told everybody we're going to probably be moving. So uh, I just took a trip with my brother and... Uh, you know, his, his care, you know, his, my brother was in a horrible, you know, rough, rough motorcycle accident. So he stays with us, but uh, we went up here and we looked in Tennessee. We looked in uh, Georgia and North Carolina. And the first house that we have here where I've been is uh, actually the one we kind of settled on and it worked out perfectly. Cause again, I, I we, we made it a, a purpose to uh, kind of move here with uh, the whole compound. <laughs> Cause my mom, my mom lives here. My, my wife's mom, my father, used to live here, but he passed. Um, my brother, who, like I said, was in a motorcycle accident and his person that was taking care of him, his best friend, and then my uncle, and then obviously my wife and my daughter. So yeah, we lived here and we made it, like I said, because it's just, you know, I don't know if people get around, you know, you got, you get out to these certain places, right? People are friendly, people are kind and people care about each other. Not saying that they don't always in cities, but it's, it's funny where that's where Julia gets that saying, because I used to take you know, I took a trip one time with my wife to New York and this is not bad on, I'm not saying all New Yorkers and all that, but it's just a different crowd. Everybody, I mean, it really is kind of more aggressive and things like that. But when, when I was there, I, uh, she, my wife saw me open the door for somebody and they really thought I was going to rob them. You know, and they're just not used to that. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's what Julia uses as a, as a kind of the thing around here, what we're doing with be social, it's, we are opening the door for people, right? And we're not here to rob you. We're really just showing you, look, here, this is how yeah. it works. Let me open the right. door for you. I know, you, I know you're a very giving person, though, and uh, I'd like to know a little bit about the work you do, the charity work you do, um, Ray. And this is, this is more on the serious side here, okay? Mm -hmm. yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you do in that area. Sure. Like um, they're, they're, now mainly my wife is dealing with it now. I mean, she's obviously, you guys see me. I'm here, I'm here probably about 14 hours a day. Um, but my wife, we used to, uh, she's continuing it now, but we used to do a ministry for, for kids. Um, there's a, there's a, a program called celebrate recovery with church. And, um, those are people who have hurts, habits and hangups. And, you know, all of us are, are, you know, we fall short. Okay. So, uh, everybody should have second chances. Everybody should be able to, you know, pick themselves up and, uh, you know, dust themselves off and get another shot. So, Mainly, maybe people dealing with either kind of addiction to, to drugs, uh, maybe drinking, or maybe just anything. It could be addiction to food, but usually there's there's a an addiction to come some kind of substance, right? And like what what my wife and I used to do, we used to do a thing called um, Celebration Station, and that was the kids. Um, kids get caught up a lot in that um, you know that that mess, and um, it's hard for them to kind of either trust their parents or just whatever. Well, that's what we used to do a lot together. Like I said, my wife this past year has been continuing that on why I've been doing this. And that's a big thing for us is, is mainly kids because they get kind of get, you know, they got, they get wrecked and um, you know, we just help because, because as their parents are recovering, you know, they, they need to be able to trust them again and see that. And we just help them with that process. Christ centered with Jesus, you know, stuff like that. But, um, you know, yeah, that, how long have you been doing that? I was doing it before. It was probably about eight years. My wife has continued it now for this is her. It would be the ninth year for her. So, yeah. That's and really, it's, it's a fantastic work. Oh, yeah. Thank you. But it's, yeah. it's, it's fulfilling. It's awesome. Kids are awesome. I appreciate it. Uh, isn't Christmas uh, a special time for you, too? I love right? it. Well, I, I, I know that sometimes you, uh, you, you like to get beverages and, Somebody told me, and I, I, I think, I think I, I don't remember where I heard it, but someone said that yeah, it was I think, very I think rare. Richie, Richie was talking about it. That he couldn't, he couldn't come out of a coffee shop and and see a Santa Claus, and you know, uh, he he just couldn't resist but being charitable. Is 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 that what you're talking about, Chris? Because that's yeah. what I heard. That yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. And, I, 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 again, I this all this evidence is just 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 doesn't Pete uh, Pete. <laughs> Pistol Pete doesn't understand this at all. So 
Let's uh, let's take a look. Yeah. Dressing up as Santa Claus would be embarrassing. Hey, unless you know you're doing it for charity, then it's then it's. Um, sorry. Tell Dad that I love. Oh, lucky. Just put me down for five bucks. It, so, Ray, we see you out in the wild now. So, just uh, there you go. Uh, you awesome. never know. It, surveillance cameras are everywhere now. You know. That's what I was gonna say. I don't know who was who's doing the camera. That's amazing. It is. <laughs> but, but you know, well, Ray, Ray does get out. I know he does, and and I I know once in a while because you live so remotely, sometimes uh, shopping can be quite a quite a thing and you, you know sometimes you have to look for deals and you have to you know you have to you have to shop certain areas and i mean don't you find that a challenge once in a while for ray is, yeah. is there any special holidays that that you like to you know go shopping during is there anything that you know like a like what's that what's that day that you call you know, it Chris, black black friday yeah yeah friday. exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i do cyber mondays cyber mondays tony I, just, well, you don't do, I, I think you don't he do might Black do Friday? some other thing. Yeah, that was before I, he had a. This is you know he did Black Friday before he ever had a computer to do Cyber Monday zone. So that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know because I've seen something that 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 kind of showed evidence of a Black Friday, not a Cyber Monday. So I think <laughs> he might have his days mixed up. I'm you know, did you see I, that too? Yeah, I, I'd like to. Hey, me too. I'd love to see if there's any proof of that. <laughs> Black Friday. Those are the commercials. You didn't, I wasn't shopping. Those are the commercials I used to do. Is that what you're saying? Oh, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know you were famous on commercials. Wow. Commercials. Okay. Yeah. Now we can dig even deeper. My goodness. Oh. That's the marketing part. That's where that came in. Finally, we haven't gotten to uh, that, right? <laughs> no. Yes, we we have. The only reason we failed to do that is because obviously it's not too much of a stellar part of your career. So, would you like <laughs> to tell us a little bit about your marketing side after you got done with human insurance and all the other nonsense? Yeah. Well, the only, the only that that you know what's funny is that the the only reason I got into marketing was because of Humana, because um, uh, because I was tired of paying for leads. And uh, that, that's what I, that's kind of how I got into it. Um, I just, you know, I just figured out that, you know, you can find uh, your own people to sign up <laughs> and I could keep a lot of money because they would charge a lot for leads. Um, and yeah, I got into that. And as that started progressing and that started getting, um, uh, and I could see that uh, you can make a lot, you know, a decent amount of you know money, um, you know, providing leads. That's, that's exactly what I did. I, I taught myself actually. Um, just through Google, YouTube, and uh, some courses. And, uh, you know, that's why if you've, I don't know if you heard my wife, that's what she's talking about. I've been in here for um, probably 10 years doing this and, um, you know, learning, uh, getting getting new people on my team. We, we did uh, obviously have a company called Level Raise LLC. And I mainly market it for um, local businesses because, uh, you know, most of the times you get, you know, these big corporations are the ones that can afford um, you know, kind of doing stuff with Google, but, uh, I wanted to do it more for local businesses and mom and pop shops because they get crushed. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted okay. to, I wanted to crush Google back on, on so their behalf. Is, is that how media blocks came about? That is media media blocks is, is because I went, like I said, when I was talking with Richie, it was only about a year ago. Um, actually April, April 1st. <laughs> April Fool's Day <laughs> is there. Yeah, we started discussing and I didn't, you know, Level Raise didn't go with blockchain. So I came up with uh, Media Blocks. I'm so Level Raise LLC is really my marketing business, but I, I came up with Media Blocks because of uh, blockchain. I wanted to come come up with something because of nodes and, and blockchain. So that's that's, yeah. that's extremely clever. I, I love that. And uh, it's, you know, uh, obviously what you do and you probably have inspiration, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. uh, of some kind. I, I, I did notice that, um, you know, Chris asked me if you had any pets and I said, yeah, he's got a dog that sometimes shows up in, in the background. And, and, uh, I, I know you got a special little pal there and, and do you, do you, do you have fun with your, your little, your pet there, right? Oh, What's yeah. your dog's name? Oh, that, yeah, that's Gunner. That's my buddy right there. 
he's awesome. I mean, he's a, I, I, I used to have a, a pit bull and, you know, he, he passed and, you know, uh, waited a year before we got him. They're just two different, they're two different dogs. It's amazing. You know, and he's that, not a good listener, right? He's oh, he's kind of, eh, no, I mean, not really kind of though. I mean, for, for a dog, cause I don't, I don't keep him on a leash. We out, we're out here in the woods, right? I can walk up around around neighborhood, but hell yeah, he'll see something and he just, he beelines it. And he's a, he's a hunter. He's definitely a hunter. So, and, and yeah, as soon as I say come or, you know, whatever, some, some commands comes right back, but yeah, he's awesome. It's fun. Cause he's like, he's like Tigger. You ever see Tigger down bouncing around in the woods? <laughs> Cause that's, that's what he does. He's looking for something, looking for a squirrel or something. So, and I, I do have a cat. My wife has a cat named Scooty. That's a pretty cool cat. Cause we, when we go walking, we, I got, I, I come out like, uh, like the, 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 the animal whisper. They're all, yeah. I got cat. I got a cat walking next to me. I got a dog, you know, chasing wow. squirrels. So, and do you get do you get close to the squirrels yourself? Not me. No, no. You don't. No. Only Gunner. Gunner gets very close. And deer. Chris. Yeah, he's that's weird. Yeah. Uh, there, there we go again. I'm just, yeah, I just. I know I, he talks to his animals. It's conflicting yeah. stories here because I could have sworn he got close to his his pets. Yeah, and, well, and just so, uh, maybe. I, well, I, sometimes I know, he, I know he. I know he does. I know yeah. he does. He talks to his animals. So he already admitted that. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, here's my feedback. Maybe a little more threatening. I'm not threatening my friend. He's got a big gun and it's it's the climax of the movie. He's nuts. Oh, oh, oh okay. Bring it. Say hello to my little friend. So you know the- What? What that's a good so, one. You know. We're, we're, we're uh, obviously we're having a lot of fun with you, Ray, but uh, sincerely and past all the jokes and the fun, uh, I know that you're an extremely sincere person. I know that you're uh, certainly a godly person. Uh, and with that, I would like to uh, know, uh, and I don't mean this facetiously at all, just uh, sure. only Tony could say this, of course. But how in the world did you get involved with Opus if you're a godly and God-fearing man? What happened there? <laughs> no, it was all it actually it was all a part of that stuff. It's it's kind of crazy how all of it happened. I mean, um, I don't know if anybody, you know, Henry is on sometimes, but Henry's a, a friend of a friend. And uh, you know, Sean, just from you know, from church, uh, she's a she's a uh, she moved now, but that's that's how I met Henry. Through through a person named uh, Sean Crawford, and we're very close friends. And you know, she introduced me to Henry, and Henry is good friends with Mark Cook, and then they introduced me to Richie. It was it was very it's it's amazing. Like you'll hear everybody talk about all these things that happen, and it's 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 not we we I, I make fun with Richie knows what it is. We know. I mean, I, I pray about all kinds of stuff. So this this is it's just amazing how it all worked out because when I first uh, was introduced to Richie I they, I thought I was just talking to some guy I mean I I didn't know I was kind of being interviewed you know they were just talking to me for like two days and just asking me just questions you know I thought it was more about what I knew with Google and all that stuff like that I was just giving them answers but from from when you start knowing Richie he's writing notes and t- taking notes and he said um uh you know the reason we're gonna um, bring you in as a, as a, uh, you know, a partner for Opus is because you said help 38 times. And it's, that's literally what he said. And we all know there's a 38 thing. Hopefully one day we'll know what 38 means to him or what that is. I know it has something to do with quantum physics, I think. <laughs> so um, I'm just saying that that is, yeah, that's the reason why I was kind of uh, brought in as a partner with Opus, right? It was, it was not about how much I could do for the company, how much this or that. It was about my words saying help <laughs> a lot of times. That's, that's it. That's really amazing, actually. Yeah. How long yep. were you in before you got to know Tony? Uh right, right from the beginning, since uh since September, the the uh the 10 days to glory. We started uh talking, getting on even the phones and discussing and being more um you know personal with each other and getting to know each other. Tony is an awesome dude. Um he's a believer as well, and you know, we have a lot in common. And uh, he he also is a very giving and and just a, g- a good dude. Funny, funny, but yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Everybody, I appreciate that. Everybody really appreciates the uh, the the amount of that you give. And of course, a lot of people don't know that you don't get paid for it. You do it from 
your heart and and you do it because you want to help people and so the fact that you said that richie keyed in on 38 times saying help and the fact is that's what you do every single day and you know i want you to know and i know that i speak for chris and rick and so many other people that we really really appreciate just exactly what you do do because it takes somebody with the kind of heart that you do to be able to do this day in day out and boy it really really shows and like you said it was probably i don't know two months before um we got to start talk, talking on a, a personal level uh and boy i tell you it's really it's really been a blessing to me so i thank you for that and i consider you a very very close friend and a brother so thanks for that right good thank you tony i do i feel yeah. the same man i mean it is that's what's been great about this whole experience all the people you know, it's even people that are not maybe um, in into, you know, maybe, you know, they just about business, you know, and like you guys are making fun coming on and doing. But there's a lot of people. But what's funny is they start coming in and getting in and being a part. Look at this. They start coming in and, and being a part of, of this. You know, that's what's rubbing off on them. You know, I, you know, what really touched me that 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 it was probably a week ago. When there was a person who was coming in with uh, trying to get M2, he had like 250 250 $300, and he didn't have nothing, nothing for gas. You know, just like that, somebody sent, you know, Richard, other people yeah. um, did that. And that that's that's the amazing and that's the cool stuff right there because you don't see that. Not just not in crypto. You just don't see that. And that's that's what's that's what's being created over here. Um, and, and like I said, this is going to spread like wildfire that that is so needed in the world right now. It's huge. And then that's, that's it is. Everybody's, everybody's hungry for this right now. I know it's going to happen because it's, it's, everybody's been locked up. You know, people have been at each other. All they do is pit each other, people against each other. It's not going to happen. This is going to explode the other way. Well, it, uh, I, I remember that very night and I was, I was totally impressed. Uh, I mean, uh, the ETH, in fact, after he got done, of course, he had, uh, I don't know, 100, 100, whatever it was, more or left. And yep. uh, Richard said, don't worry about it. You know, yep. just keep it. Yep. And that's, uh, that is, uh, that's truly impressive. I don't, you're right. You don't see yep. that anywhere else. For, at least I've never seen it anyway. He didn't know him. They didn't know that person. They didn't no, need, nobody knew each other. No. Right? Did he? Yeah. He was he was brand new on on the in, even in the uh, nightly call group. So. Yep. 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 And you so, see it everywhere. I know you might not see it on all the calls, but you see it. I'm telling you, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's it's and it's yeah, everybody's yeah. doing these type of things. That's what's mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. It's just that's why it is. This is a this and then you start seeing as as we start and I don't mean to get into like I said this uh, but as we start seeing this grouple and all this other stuff start coming online. I'm telling you, <laughs> just uh, you know, buckle up. This is going to be pretty awesome, everybody. This is going to be. Right. I'm excited. As yeah. as we come uh, to the end of this episode of the Swarm Unplugged, uh, Ray, I'd like to have you dig down really deep and say whatever you'd like to say to this audience uh, before we close out. Uh, so the uh, the stage is yours, my friend. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, you know what you've been doing, both of you and Tony and Christopher and, and, and um, you know, it, it's, it, it's a cool way to do a show. You know, this is, this is, you know, uh, really getting into what, what people are about and, you know, um, you know, it's, 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 it's needed. Cause uh, like you said, how all this stuff is, is going to be, you know, as, as this really starts catching on, it's a, uh, it's a pretty cool stuff. Yes. Rick, I'm sorry, man. He does amazing things in the, in the, in the back of the technical stuff and all this, but it is, it's, it's, it's very cool. Um, I really, I've been enjoying the shows that you guys been doing. I, I I've seen several, I, I did like, uh, um, was it Kareem's? I, I just of his perspective over there in a, in a whole nother country. I don't know why, just those things kind of get in touch me, you know, because you do, you get, you get in your little own little sphere over here in the U S is very different than, than most places. And, uh, you know, I like to hear that from, from other people's perspective. So that's, uh, it's amazing. I really appreciate it. It's awesome to see all of this starting to come on, you know, Chris and Rick, you guys just jumped on Tony. You just kind of jumped in too. And, and, and now you're seeing people who build websites and then you see people who are, um, you know, making, um, wikis. And I mean, it's really incredible. It's kind of, it's, it's blowing you away. You know, 
And it is, it's, it's really humbling as, 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 as we've been saying to see all of this, this is what really grassroots organic stuff is. And, you know, it was hard to see at the beginning and hard to go through that a little bit, but, um, you know, it's, it's been all worth it because to see this where it's at now, um, it's only going to kind of, you know, just, just go set on fire. You know, it's kind of, uh, and I really appreciate all y'all and you, but, you, you know, know, right. I, yeah. I tell you, we, we were really expecting and hoping that, uh, cause I, I knew for sure I was going to crack you like an egg, crack you wide open and get all kinds of stuff out of you. But here's the deal. We kind of run out of time. So I'm going to ask you if you would grace us with your presence down the road a little bit further and maybe when there's um a few more of those special little treats that you keep hidden so so nicely and maybe we'll have another attempt to crack in you like an egg like i thought we'd get this time but that's okay <laughs> so what do you say can we get you on again sometime in the near future oh absolutely no it's, i, I yeah. love this stuff i love you know i love you know talking with friends and you know this is this is what it's all about and it's uh it's fun and I, yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, even too, you see people that were uh, integral, you know, Patrick and, and Tim, they, you know, spin up the channel. It, it, it's, it's kind of shocking, man. I mean, cause again, you don't, you don't see this and I, yeah. I mean, anytime you guys, I appreciate you. Thank you, Ray, very much. Appreciate you being on this episode of the, the Swarm Unplugged. It, uh, it keeps growing and we're very, very, very grateful. Uh, uh, Tony and Rick and I, for the number of views we've been able to achieve in a, such a short period of time. Uh, we're, we're way, way beyond our original expectations. So thank you all for either watching live or watching the replays. Uh, it means a lot to us. And I think you, uh, if you don't, aren't finding out about the people that we're talking to and getting to know the community better, right. and let us know how we can improve. We're always open to suggestions. Uh, we're always being creative and we're always wanting to project the best foot forward. Uh, Tony is uh, one of the most creative persons I've worked with in many years. And I've been in the creative business many years. So that being said, it's been, it's been a joy so far. Uh, with all that being said, this will wrap up this episode of the Swarm Unplugged and uh, our special guest, Ray Pepito. And my thanks again to Tony Kay as co-host and Rick Shear as our technical director. And until the, the visit the next time, which will be next Tuesday, and we have a Barb Palmer will be on with us for that episode. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. And until then, I want to say thank you all. But remember to listen, learn, and give. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Swarm Unplugged podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button and leave us a glowing comment. Gravitate yourself to be on the podcast so you are the next one to introduce themselves to the B-Social community. See you on the next episode.